Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. And today we're going to talk about, I'm going to title this, OMG, Now What? And a lot of that kind of stems from what I get from customers or clients when we talk about uh, disease and, and all these new things that come around. Uh, it seems like every year we have some new thing where we're supposed to be worried about. And this really starts back when I was in college. And when I was in college, um, I don't know if anybody really remembers the Asian soybean rust scare of, I think it was like 2004, 2005. It, um, it got a lot of retailers really worried, farmers really worried. Uh, There's a lot of guys that were freaking out. And I remember being in school and they brought in and he brought in a leaf, um, an actual leaf of soybeans infected with Asian soybean rust, and it was encased in plastic. And you know that was the only way. And they they had it at our meeting, and this this leaf was probably I don't know, probably thirty other meetings. And there's a lot of guys really worried. Um, I know when I started working with some retailers, I don't know, three, five, six years later, there's a lot of retailers that had all this fungicide stockpiled, and they were all. You know, we had this big, huge thing. We we're going to spray for Asian soybean rust. And I'm in Wisconsin, and it's, I don't know, 15 years later or so, and we still never had Asian soybean rust to the point we had to spray for it. And, and I don't know if a few people remember a few years ago, we were talking about SVNV, soybean vein necrotic virus. Uh, we were really worried about that. I've seen it. Um, that was something we were really worried about. Uh, there was one year green clover worms showed up in, in soybeans and I uh, would say elevated numbers, but not to the point we had to spray them. Uh, you know, we, we always seem to be constantly bombarded every year by some new thing we have to worry about. Now, there's there are some things that we have had happen in the last few years that are new that Yes, we should be worried about uh, black tar spots, one that kind of rings a bell. And to me, you know, did we miss the the boat on black tar spot? And I think part of that is, yes, you know, we we initially saw it uh, about five years ago. And I think, um, you know, 2018 was our worst. 2018 was the year that we saw it in incredible numbers in Wisconsin. We actually had yield loss from it. And I remember talking to a retailer. And we were talking about it and he said, where did this stuff come from? You know, we're, we never seen this before. And my response was, and I think this is the right response was it was probably there. And we just, how often do you look for black tar spot if it's never been a problem before? And I think that's a lot of what happened with, with tar spot. We just didn't really know. And even when we started seeing it, there was really no recommended spray thresholds. We still didn't know kind of what the yield loss was from it. Um, you know, I don't think before that they'd, they'd always talked about black tar spot. We never had the complex. So we didn't have the two uh, parts of that disease that made it really bad for corn where it actually would, you know, basically almost kill the plant early. And we never still haven't found that other uh, complex part. Uh, there, there's basically two parts of that disease. There's the visual part, and then there's the part that actually makes it spread and be really, um, really bad for the plants. And we never have found that other piece, but for some reason, when it got really bad in 2018 and even a little bit last year, we have something similar to it, but we don't really fully understand it yet. And that's been the struggle is, you know, before that, you know, we were trying to learn about it in 2018, 
We were always told we don't have tar spot complex. We have never found it. We don't know what's going on. And yeah, so maybe we did miss the bolt a little bit on, on tar spot. But at the same time, who would have known that in 2018 we would have got tar spot? And it's the same thing when we talk about, oh, now my wife's texting me from the other side of the house. Um, we talk about um, soybean aphids. And I wasn't here for the huge aphid spring and I think it was 04 or 05. The first couple of years that soybean aphids were here, <clears throat> nobody really saw them coming, right? They were, they're a new thing. They, they came over and all of a sudden we had soybean aphids and they've been here. Uh, we see them very rarely in, in numbers that it's worth spraying for them. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a here thing. I know Minnesota, there's a few other states that that's pretty much spraying for them every year. But in, in our current situation, in our scenario, we, we don't typically see uh, soybean aphids to the point where we need to spray for them. Um, so there, there's all these things, right? And I have a lot of growers that when we talk about things, they're like, Oh, aren't you worried about this? I'm like, no, not yet. And I, I think it's more of a thing of if I was worried about every single thing that affected your crop, um, I think I'd be going nuts. I, I literally would. And I got some customers that just, Oh, I, I, I tar spot was found in Wisconsin uh, this weekend, uh, or late last week. And I got more than a few people that sent me that tweet from, uh, from another agronomist that I know, and they found it. And pretty much almost all the, the university guys, um, the people that are in kind of wouldn't say in charge, but in the know of this have made statements of, yeah, we're finding it, but you know, what's going to happen with it. It's in the lower canopy. You're always going to find it there. Uh, it's not unusual to find it, but there are always going to be those unscrupulous retailers that are going to be like, well, we got a spray fungicide because we found it in Wisconsin. And I think that's the thing that I I'm trying to avoid. Um, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of things that happen. And when growers get kind of worked up or nervous, you know, we see the sprayer showing up at somebody else's field, we always wonder what they're doing and we always, I always revert back to the video. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy that posted it, but the, uh, the video, we got to load the sprayer. We got to throw everything in. The neighbors are spraying. We got to go. And that's kind of happens a lot. You know, I think my, my job or the way that I feel that is part of my job is to try to keep farmers from having that reaction. You know, we, we always fear for our crop and we want to do everything we can to help it. Uh, you know, we always talk about corn should never have a bad day. And we always try to spend money to avoid that. But at the same time, there is a law of diminishing returns. We can throw fungicides at it. We can throw, I told one guy, I said, we get, we have total perfect corn, you know, other than the weather. If we throw 300 pounds of nitrogen out there, uh, we put starter on, we put all these micros on, we throw everything at it, but at the same time, we're going to lose our butt. Um, even if it does have perfect weather, we might have three bush of corn, but we're going to pay for 295 of those. And it's, that's the kind of the thing we, we need to kind of understand that at the same point of, you know, there's all these diseases, there are things that could affect our crop. We could spend a ton of money. We could have perfect corn. We could have zero disease, zero weeds. We could have zero nitrogen or micronutrient deficiencies. But at what cost does that come with? And unless you can guarantee me that you're going to have 300 bushel corn, you know, we're really not going to be able to pay for it. 
And that's the struggle is when we see these new diseases, we see, um, you know, honestly, right now we, we're dealing with, uh, I got some down corn in some parts of my territory. There are people going out and telling them they should spray fungicide on it. Well, now all the universities come out and reiterate their data that shows that there's almost zero yield benefit to spraying fungicide on injured corn. So, but that doesn't stop retailers from going out and trying to tell guys that, you know, when you're worried about our crop, you know, that's a, that's a time that we make, let's say the most questionable decisions. And we want to do everything we can to help it. But at the same time, is it profitable? Is there going to be yield return? Is there something that's going to be there to help us? And I, I don't think there is. This focus every year on a new disease, a new insect, um, any kind of new thing doesn't always mean that we're going to have it. Uh, it also doesn't always mean that we're going to use or lose yield over it. Uh, I think we need to go into it with an open mind. And while we're getting amped up and worried about it, and that's kind of when we start making weird decisions. And there are other things that I think are way more important right now. You know, water hemp control in soybeans is ridiculously hard to do. Um, we've got some other issues in the last few years where we haven't had fall tillage get done. We have a lot of compaction in fields that are just showing up now. These things, I think, will lose us more yield and have more issues for us than some of these new diseases, insects. Um, now, with all this being said, it doesn't mean that I'm not worried or thinking about these. If I see them, you know, I honestly, uh, we'll go back to Palmer Amaranth. You know, big thing was we're going to have Palmer Amaranth in Wisconsin. I have only found one plant of Palmer in Wisconsin. I could be really worried about it, telling guys we're going to have to spray for it, uh, making huge statements that this is the weed of the future. We're going to have to get worried about it. But, you know, all those years of me looking and trying to find it, I found one plant. And, you know, we could have spent tons of money trying to control it without it actually being there. But we haven't found it. And that's kind of something that's an issue. Um, so this is everything or same thing with these diseases. Um, I, I'm more, I'm watching for them. We're concerned about them. We're paying attention to what the news and everything else comes out for them. University people, uh, retail, um, independent agronomists, uh, seed company agronomists, whoever it is, there's a lot of data out there and there's a lot of people looking just like I am. When we start seeing it, then we start looking for it more. And once we start finding it in, in numbers or significance, we all start trying to make our own recommendations or paying attention to what other recommendations might be coming through. We look at weather, we look at everything else, all the different factors that go into that. And that's when we start notifying growers and, and start working with guys on what we're going to do to control it. Worrying and constantly worrying about the unforeseen and the potential that there might be something out there will lead you to lunacy. Trust me, it just, it's going to happen. I don't know how many times I've been to fields this year where we looked at a field and it was a fairly simple explanation. Um, we had corn that was sulfur deficient, didn't get any rain for like three weeks. We had corn that was potassium deficient, didn't get any rain for like three weeks. We had soybeans that were nitrogen and sulfur deficient. They didn't get rain for like three weeks. Um, we had corn that took forever to come out of the ground. We had all these things that happened this year and it is all related to weather. And a lot of that is weather, just weather issues. You know, we got rain, fixed a lot of stuff. Um, we got warmer weather, fixed some things. 
all these things that we were worried about, we need to do something. Maybe we need to put more nitrogen on. Do we put more sulfur on? Is there a micronutrient deficiency we're not seeing? Um, you know, whatever it is, I have a lot of guys that got really worried about fields. And the biggest thing I can tell them is we just need to wait for a rain. We can do whatever we want, but without rain, we're not going to get a better corn crop. And it's the same thing when we see these diseases. We can spray fungicide all we want, but if we don't get tar spot, we did it for nothing. And, you know, our, yeah, so there is preventative to or two fungicides. So, yeah, three weeks from now, we could get tar spot. But if you go out there and spray a fungicide right now and we get tar spot three weeks from now, your fungicide is not going to work. You're going to have to go back out and make another pass. So these are the things that we need to kind of keep in mind. So anyway, when I get kind of not nervous or worked up about any of these new diseases or seeing that people are reporting something going on in another part of the state or there's a, there's an insect um, issue in a field and in three counties over, we can get really worried and we can get all worked up and we can feel like we need to go out and spray things and there's always going to be somebody there willing to take your money when you're nervous and, and worried about it. The biggest thing we have to understand is sometimes we just all need to calm down and, and think rationally. And while I don't get worked up very easily, uh, I do get worked up over things. And when I get worked up, that's when you really should be worried for most of my guys. But that's the biggest struggle that we all have is trying to be rational and, and understand what's really going on and make knowledgeable and good conscious uh, financial decisions. We could do everything we want. We could have perfect corn, but at what cost? So anyway, that's the podcast. Just kind of a quick down and dirty of what my mindset is, why I, I do the thing I do. Um, I don't get worked up very often and that's just why, you know, when I do guys get nervous, we spray a bunch of stuff and we lose money and then we have issues and there's going to be some times where I don't get worked up and something does happen. That's tar spot. And I would say at the beginning of that season, wasn't worrying about tar spot. There was warning signs, but once we started finding it, that's when we actually started jumping into action. So it wasn't that we missed it. We just didn't know what to do and no one really knew what to do. And now we do. Uh, but even though the fact that we're finding it doesn't mean that it's going to be a terrible thing this year. It's the same thing as last year. So anyway, that's my method of thought. We're going to end it here. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. I'll catch you next time.